And we are live. Welcome to the Redbird Red Zone Podcast. My name is Will. You can find me on Twitter at Live on That Swing. Joining me today, I've got my two lovely co-hosts and a very, very special guest. Why don't you three introduce yourselves? Hey, what's up? My name is Jackie. You can find me on Twitter at J San Diego. Yo, it's Mac again. You'll find me at uh, AZ Sports Fiend. That's F-I-E-N. And now, hailing from the land of the ire. Pound for pound, the hottest Arizona Cardinals account out there. Our very own international man of mystery making his podcast debut right here, right now. Why don't you give the people what they want and introduce yourself, sir? Uh, hello, my name is Jason, and I am the man behind No Context Arizona Cardinals. Um, yeah, coming to you all the way from Ireland, and delighted to be on. Hey, welcome to, this, welcome to the show, man. We're, we love that you're on, man. <laughs> Yeah, get some music going, Bobby. Some uh, er, 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 some Wuzelas or something, you know. Some some, uh, some air horns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. But yeah, so we're here to uh, very briefly discuss that Seahawks game. We uh, we don't want to linger on it too long. But uh, first off, let's 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 talk to our uh, to our boy here. So, uh, Mister No Context Cardinals, you hail from uh, from Ireland. How exactly did you get into the Cardinals? Um, so, firstly, I suppose, getting into American football in particular, my brother was kind of the first fan. I have an older brother, uh, and he would always be glued to it, and eventually the sport, I just kind of got the bug as well. So then I was kind of searching for a team, who should I follow? Um, my parents happened to be on a trip to New York at the time, and came home with two jerseys for me. So one was an Arizona Cardinals jersey, and one was Atlanta Falcons, and it was pretty much... 50-50, which one I would go with. Um, and thankfully, I went with the Matt Leinart Cardinals jersey. Nice. So you're a real fan. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I'd say that must have been, what, 2006, 2007. And oh, wow. I can't say I, I was a big fan until about 2010, 2011. I was more casual before that. So, I oh, kind so, of... so you've, you've been here for thick and thin. Oh, big time, yeah. I'm a, a well-weathered, beaten-down Cardinals fan. <laughs> yeah, those, those seasons will age you. Oh, yeah. They, uh, they really take it out of you. Have you, have, you ever, uh, have you ever seen the Cardinals live, or are you still waiting on that day? Yeah, so I've seen them twice. Um, oh, wow. One of them oh, wow. I like to forget about was over in London when they lost 30-3. Oh, yeah. That was the first time. I didn't even get to see a single point, so that wasn't nice. Oh, man. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> but then Never happened. My second one was Josh Rosen's debut against the Seattle Seahawks over in Arizona. So, oh, wow. Uh, Justin Pugh, when he signed for the team, actually ran a competition on Twitter. Uh, guess Cardinals draft pick, and you can pick a ticket to any game of your choice that year. So I was the first one in with Josh Rosen. Uh, oh, wow. So me nice. and my brother flew over, and uh, yeah, Justin Pugh was very good. He kind of set us up on the on the like three rows back from the sideline behind the team bench. So uh, great experience. That's nice. awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, shout out, shout out to your brother. What's your brother's name? We we'll give him a little shout out and thank him for uh, making you helping make you a football fan. Yeah, Stephen is my brother. He's a he's a Packers fan himself. We've we've been over to Lambeau Field as well. We've done a few oh. American football trips now. Oh wow! Shout out, Steve. And uh, I know a, a dire question: Are 
do you have a beer in hand now? Are you so you must be of uh, legal drinking limit, right? I don't even know what legal drinking limit in Ireland is. It could be thirteen for the all I know. Sixteen. Right? It's, uh, it's eighteen. Um, okay. Ah, most no, people have probably started before that, but uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm 26 myself, so I have a few. This is very stereotypical now, but I have a few Guinness in the fridge, so I might. <laughs> <That's awesome. laughs> I was I'm gonna sure. ask you, are you drinking a Guinness? But I thought I didn't want to like, I don't know, stereotype. <laughs> I'm sure Guinness <laughs> tastes a little better in Ireland, anyways. Yeah. Oh, big time. I'm living down in Cork, which is like very south of Ireland. Um, what, is it, what is it called? Cork, so C-O-R-K. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. And we have a stout called Beamish, so that would be my go-to. If you're ever over, get a Beamish and you won't be disappointed. Beamish, okay. Remember that. I know you, you said the town name, and at first I was like, hold on, is this the intro to Jackie's Big Dick Player of the Week from last week? Or? <laughs> I had <laughs> Which, by the way, there is no Big Dick Player of the Game for last week. Thompson. So. Thompson. He's oh, right okay, there. there yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, uh, which, which of these teams do you think is better at their peak, this one or 2015? Um,. Well, I'd say you have to give it to 2015 for now. That can change over the next few weeks, but... Yeah. Um, like 2015 were more consistent, weren't they? It seems a bit up yeah, and down. Yeah, there was no collapse. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, there was in January, but uh, we don't well, want to yeah. talk about that. Just purely anyway. from a viewing point, I think this team is just... It's just exciting to watch, no matter what, aren't they? Just the offense is... When they're on, it's electric. I, I I can't remember having this much fun watching Cardinals in a long time. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So does that, that mean, were you against the, the pick of Kyler Murray at first? I, full disclosure, uh, I was. So when I'm not trying to... So, so was anything. I. So. <laughs> yeah. I was the only true believer. I kind of had a thing for Josh Rosen, seeing as I, I saw his debut. Yeah. He actually played very well in that game, if you remember. Um, yeah. I was kind of... Yeah, he was my guy. I wanted to stick with him and draft Nick Bosa, but I'm Jesus, I'm glad I wasn't in control. Same here. That's exactly the scenario I wanted as well. Yep. <clears throat> but yeah, so we have uh, before we move on to like the talking about a little bit of the game last week. I know we had a question on Twitter. Um, this is kind of a fun little one. If you had a, if you're in a bar room and you're going to have a bar room fight and you had to pick one cardinal to be on your side, who are you picking and why? Oh well, um, it's got to be. If I had someone like Isaiah Simmons next to me, then I think yeah. anyone would automatically. <laughs> yeah, yep, that was the answer my brother said. Yeah, last week. <laughs> I think he'd be good for from an intimidation standpoint, but if it actually came to blows, then I'm taking I'm taking Buddha Baker because he would just he would fight to the death, wouldn't he? <laughs> oh yeah, that, that was Max pick last episode. Amen. I, uh, Amen. Yeah, I uh, I had picked uh, Lucky Fo two as my uh, as my pick. That's a solid one too. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I have Golden. He's got my back. But yeah, so think... we'll. Uh... Oh, uh, go ahead. You're all good. I was just gonna say, I, I think uh, no matter who we had on our side, I think we're kicking ass. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So uh, let's let's talk for a little bit about the game. Uh, God, what do you think are uh, caused our downfall here? What uh, 
what what could you really point to for this game? I guess what went wrong. <laughs> I, I'll I'll start with with the offensive line. Um, yeah. I think Kyler getting hit a little bit early on kind of messed with him in the pocket with his timing a little bit. And that's kind of why I feel like he was kind of holding on to the ball a little bit uh, too long instead of actually making his reads and progressing uh, quickly enough. It, it just kind of seemed like, um, especially DJ Humphreys, I felt like DJ Humphreys had maybe his worst game of his career, but I'm just going to chalk that up coming off COVID. And I know he said he is asymptomatic, but you never know what, you know, any type of disease or anything like that, you know, affects the body and you got to go back out less than two weeks later. So I'm just going to chalk that up. And I, I mean, I think this game Monday too also comes down to the trenches. You know, we saw Aaron Donald, we contained him in the first game, second game, he, you know, he, he caused havoc. So and that, that feels like with the Cardinals, when they win, they're pretty much dominating the trenches. And when we lose, you know, it, it kind of all goes haywire right there. Yeah. So an area of concern for me is, um, our secondary because we were leaving guys, we were leaving Tyler Lockett wide open pretty much all game. Um, and we can't be doing that on Monday with Cooper Cup. Oh, yeah. I mean, Lockett was wide open. Swain was wide. I mean, it was just, it was, it was nuts. I know our secondary is pretty well depleted right now because of injuries, but it's just, yeah. That, by the way, that I hope that Borders kid never sees the field again because he was just <laughs> rough. Oh, yeah. it sounds like Marco Wilson's going to be back, right? Is that the latest news? That's uh, yeah, I think he said that. I'm not entirely sure. Let me see. Yeah, it seems like we're going to be getting a decent amount of guys back. Uh, Jason, what did what did you think of that last game? I know we don't want to mess with this game too much longer, but yeah. what was your initial observation? Because I know on on your Twitter page, you know, you post videos and uh, not a lot of technically analysis. But uh, I, I would like to hear what kind of like your view of everything. Yeah, I think it's kind of been a theme of the last few games since Hopkins has been out. I just think the offense in general just doesn't function as well without him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's not against Wesley. Wesley's a, he's, I think he's filled in, stepped in nicely, but he's just not Hopkins. And it must just be a trickle-down effect of when Hopkins is on the field, the defense is focusing on him naturally, and then other things open up more. But it just looks like it looks like we're running the same system with him not on the field, and it's just you. We need to adjust in some way. We need to maybe get more screen games going, get the run games going stronger, because uh, the teams are just, as you say, they're dominating the trenches, and I think that's because um, because of the style of offense we're going for, and the receivers aren't getting open quick enough, basically. I uh, I have two answers. Uh, one one's serious. One's semi-serious. I uh, I think the defensive line had a really tough time after uh, after that first drive. I mean, there were plenty of plays where Wilson was just either on the move or he was in the pocket, and you got all these linemen, you know, who you know are getting past their defenders but aren't getting to Wilson. And it's and with a guy like Wilson, as dynamic as he is, you can't let him have an open pocket. You can't let him have all that time. I really would like to see the Cardinals address their interior interior defensive line uh, during the off season, uh, but uh, there yeah, are I've, some bigger needs that I think could be addressed too. Uh, yeah, well, hopefully uh, Jordan Phillips comes back and JJ Watt. I think those two alone, those are your best two run stoppers right there. Um, we, I, uh, we almost forgot JJ Watt is uh, is possibly back on Monday night, uh, sir. 
<laughs> we uh, we had like a brief moment where like Gambo was saying that D Hop could be back, and it's that was weird. <laughs> Gambo. Fuck that Gambo. Was, that was shot down very quickly. And yeah, but to your point, though, I mean, the Seahawks ran for 202 rushing yards as well. You're not going to win a lot of games when the, the other team can dominate the ground like that. Uh, Rashard Penny, you know, broke loose at the end and kind of put that game away. So I, I think every Cardinal fan's hope is that J.J. Watt comes back and he's as close to 100% as possible because um, he obviously makes a difference. Uh, down in the trenches for sure and then if you can add jordan phillips and you know you can uh get him even 15 20 snaps i, I think that's going to give us a big boost as well but yeah i think the game's definitely going to be one in the trenches here um on both sides of the ball monday night i i i do think that uh watt being back will be a big one i uh but going back to the uh to what i was talking about the other thing i i was thinking of and i'm i know as soon as this was announced, I was dreading it. I'm sure you guys were too. The dome being open is a jinx. It is a curse. I hate that they keep doing it. My like, sister being there too also jinxed it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time she goes to the game, she loses. Okay, we gotta we gotta just keep her in front of the television on any Sunday. <laughs> yes. Stop going to games with dad. If well, I know you're not listening, you're in Vegas, but stop going to games with dad. I don't care if it was your birthday. You fucked it up for us. Yeah, it was. It was just a frustrating game. I uh, this was a, this was a very winnable game, and I mean, this was a game that was. It had the division championship on the line too, which it makes it even that much harder to swallow. You I, know? Yeah, that was just taking the ball. Yeah, I'm not particularly a fan of Cliff's attitude after the game, and it's like. I get it in, in the grand scheme of things you guys were making in the playoffs regardless, but acting like, you know, it's no biggie, we'll just go out next week. Like, no, you guys had the division right there for the taking, and you're acting like it's nothing. Yeah, you're a leader of men, you're, you're a leader of men though, so you got to kind of – what were you saying, Jason? Sorry. It was just kind of a, a almost a nightmare outcome of the week in general with 49ers winning and us losing. It's, it's – I was kind of going into the game. I was trying to decide whether I prefer to play Cowboys or 49ers. I didn't even contemplate playing the Rams and the results to fall that way. Yeah, that uh, was a, uh, if I remember, that was like a 5% chance of that even happening. So, I mean, yeah, we actually did like a, like a poll on the Twitter, but I, and I hadn't even realized that was an outcome that could happen. <laughs> so uh, we didn't even have that uh, <laughs> on our radar. Yeah. So that, uh, that blindsided me. I, I had another question for Jason. Do you do you remember like the first post that you did that kind of went viral that kind of put you on the map at all? Oh, um, let me think. I actually there was a big enough one. I kind of set. When did I set the account up? I set it up like last summer, or well, a year and a half ago now. And the first game that season was against the Forty Niners, um, and there was a close up shot of Cliff Kingsbury on the sideline. Uh, shouting a curse word that I won't repeat. I, <laughs> I think I remember that. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that tweet kind of blew up a bit. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. I, I, knew, I knew what people like from then on. Just angry. Snapshots. <laughs> <laughs> it's working, man. You know, you, you get all the Cardinals fans all on the same page and everything. You know, win or lose, you can. We can always depend on, on your post to kind of lighten the mood. So, yeah, we appreciate it. That's that's the goal, so I'm glad to hear it's working. <laughs> yeah, keep doing what you do. 
Yeah, you're a very non-toxic follow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is always great on Twitter land. I mean, I can't even check the timeline during games anymore. So yeah, but there are times I feel like I would I would just throw up a casual photo or a Snapchat of the game, and it just kind of opens up a can of worms in the comments then of people arguing with each other. <laughs> I try and avoid that. You're starting shit, I see. It's a it's a big old minefield, man. I uh, yeah. But, I mean, this was a very winnable game. Like going in. Like, with, like, five minutes left in the third quarter, we had, what, a 24-17 lead, and then not even, like, seven minutes later, we were down 14. I mean, it was just a game that was just lost very quickly at, towards the end, I, I guess is the way to put it. I, uh, the three and out killed us. Um, yeah, as you said, we were 24-17 up, and we had the ball, and do you remember James Connor got a nine-yard run on first down? Uh, second down, he was stuffed, and on third down, Kyler miss or Kyler threw to AJ Green, but he was just covered, and the ball went incomplete, and the game just that, uh, moment. That Connor play was mm-hmm. one where he ran the stretch, and he just got caught in the backfield, right? Exactly, I think. Yeah. Yeah, um, he got too cute on that one. I mean, if he just, or I mean, the the play call itself was kind of cute. It was what a third and one, right? Like it was just a short yard gain, and they run a stretch. They threw it on third down. That's the one I'm talking about now. They ran gotcha. it on second down, right? I think I'm thinking of a different play. <laughs> uh, yeah, and on third down as well. Uh, I, I actually put it up on my. I have another account called A Little Context Cardinals. Just kind of. Oh, is that you? It is. I have no yeah. idea. Uh, so, oh yeah, I put it up earlier in the week. Uh, Zach Ertz was kind of wide open in the middle on that third down. Of Kyler kind of progressed to him. It could have been a different. That could have been a game changing kind of play, like just small things like that can add up Definitely. yeah i mean it was it was a it was a death by a thousand cuts i mean that uh the big the big play i can think of for this one is uh andy lee that uh that disastrous that bobbled, bobbled punt i mean i think it needs to be instilled more in punters that even if the play is devolving like that you still got a punt because the worst thing that happens is you punt it 20 yards down the field they hit and you're they're at your 30 or whatever but i mean it's just, it was just rough seeing that happen in real time. It was awful. Kind of a microcosm of, you know, the second half of the season. You're so close in a lot of these games, it feels like, and it's just something here or there kind of goes wrong. And, yeah, that kind of happened at the, you know, worst opportune time for us and gave Seattle a great field position. Um, I believe they punched it in for seven, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that that was the one where they uh, where they were up thirty eight twenty four, if I remember right. Or wait, no, it was a uh, thirty one twenty four, and then it kind of. And then with Sharp Penny, yeah, there was Sharp Penny run made it thirty eight. Yep. Speaking yeah. of which, that's a guy I wouldn't mind looking into over the off season. He's been having a really good past couple of weeks. Penny? Sharp Penny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean Connor he's. And, and over one of them, maybe. I mean, he's been having a good, good stretch lately. I mean, I think Seattle would be dumb to let him go with all the injury well, yeah, they had I, to deal with Chris I entirely, Carson. And, I entirely yeah. doubt they'll let him go, but I mean, if he is there, I'd like us to take a look at him at the very. He's kind of finding his own. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, Jason, what a uh, who is your favorite current Cardinal, uh, not named Kyler Murray? Do you have one? <laughs> 
I do. Not, it's an uncommon answer, but I have a, a soft spot for Justin Pugh since I won that oh, competition. Nice. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot. Like I, James Connor, love watching him. Buddha Baker is an obvious one. Um, it's it's just a great group of guys, and they seem like a very likable team at the moment. There's not many a holes around like the places. It's, it's, oh yeah. If you need That's a bit of true. that, but um, generally, I just think they all seem very likable, and they all seem to have bought into this Cliff Kingsbury um, spell. Did you it's, meet? Did you meet Justin Pugh? Like, or did you personally talk to him, or did he just like leave the tickets for you? No, he just left him at will call. So I That's cool didn't though. Get to meet no. him, unfortunately, yeah. We'll have to we'll have to get you back out here, and when you're out here, uh, we'll we'll definitely try to get a whole little group together if you want. You know, um, how far how far is London from you? If if we have another game out there, are you gonna go for sure? In London, definitely, yeah. Um, that's only an hour an hour flight. The oh, yeah. uh, well, the uh, next year for uh, since the Cardinals uh, Stadium is ho- hosting the Super Bowl, if I remember right, uh, there is going to be either a London or Mexico City game. So I mean, that'll definitely be in the cards for next year. Oh, uh, we need we need we need to take the the Irishmen to Mexico City. Well, wow, fun <laughs> there. <laughs> Woo! Can't drink the water, but we can the... drink all the alcohol. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm looking into moving to Canada soon. Just for a year or two, so oh, really? it might be, might be a bit easier to, to come down for a game then. Oh yeah. What did you think of Arizona? I loved it. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Um, I went to ASU game as well the night before, and just a great oh, buzz around the place. Um, that's that. That's my favorite looking stadium I've been to as well. By the way, just on the side of a hill, just looks very cool for some reason. The mountain, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, that's where, where we used to play. Yeah, that's where the, that's where I we you know grew up having to go to games there and Sundays. Making in the sun. Exactly in September that's, at one p.m. Yeah, that's where I saw my uh, my first Cardinals game. <laughs> but, uh, it's great, just great buzz around the town and everything. Um, I remember yeah. they wouldn't accept my my driver's license, my Irish driver's license. They wouldn't accept, so I couldn't really? drink on the day of the game. So that was a bit frustrating. But oh, <laughs> other than yeah. that. That's bullshit. If you listen, Michael Bidwell, you better make it right. Bullshit. <laughs> oh yeah, we had some stupid laws when it comes to like your ID in Arizona. You better give him a free beer next time, Mikey. <laughs> give the man a Guinness. None of that watered down shit. Yeah. <laughs> he'll uh, he'll get the New York Giants treatment—a medium soda, <laughs> <laughs> a bag of peanuts. I uh. But yeah, my uh, my first game I ever saw was uh was Cardinal Legends Emmett Smith's last games. <laughs> Cardinal so Hall was, of Fame uh, legend. Emmett Smith, yeah. But uh yeah, anyway, I uh I'm I'm basically doing whatever I can to just avoid talking about this game, but we kinda have to. A lot of these like no name guys are eating us a lot. Freddie Swain, obviously. But uh what kind of a name is Nigel Warrior? How are you gonna have a kid with the last name Warrior? First name Nigel. That's messed up. That's that's a crime. That is a parent who hates their kid. <laughs> Wait, what is Should that? Should have from? named him Ultimate. Is, what is that uh he was a Seahawks player that I heard talked about on the broadcast, Nigel uh, Warrior. Oh yeah. Uh, that's a that's a great football name right there, you know. Yeah. Not Nigel. 
like when the with how depleted the secondary actually was, uh, they had to put Byron back in the in the slot. So he wasn't he was our best cornerback, but he couldn't cover Tyler Lockett or DK Metcalf. He was covering their third receiver. I can't remember his name, but was it Swain? Just Swain, oh, it would have been Swain, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, Swain got wide open on one of those plays. I, uh, that was, yeah, I was that was. I was talking. I was talking. Uh, I was on the Two Birds One Stone podcast earlier this week, and we were talking who kind of needs to step up. And I know Byron's kind of in a, in a tough spot. You know, the only one really with you know experience back there uh, to an extent, and he's only in his third year. Um, and so the first eleven games of the of the season, opponents when targeting him had. A, Completion percentage of seventy percent or less in nine of those eleven. Since what? then, the last six, the last six games, it completed seventy percent or more in five of six games, and that's kind of like right around when Robert Alford went down. So I don't know if he he's feeling the burden and trying to have it carry more of a load, uh, but that that's definitely something where hopefully the defensive line can can do their job and make Stafford uncomfortable because one of Byron's uh, four picks this season came on you know Stafford in that first. Uh, game against the Rams in LA so hopefully we can see him kind of turn this corner in the playoffs because really I mean this is this is what it's all for the whole season long build up it's for these moments nothing else is going to matter we go out and we win Monday night nobody is going to be complaining about how we slipped up down the stretch Um, and at that point you know I think the Rams come in this game with a lot more pressure than we do you know Cliff and Kyler making their first playoff appearance they're definitely going to be feeling some pressure but when you trade for what you did to get matt stafford uh and your sean mcveigh those two have to have a a ton more pressure in my opinion so hopefully we can hit them early and often and you know hopefully we can get a couple turnovers because matt stafford what did he have eight interceptions last four or five games so let's keep that rolling jason who do you think is going to be the uh, key x factor for the game me is this sorry uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, it's more, I think, a question of stopping. Um, both sides of the ball, I would say, Cup and Donald are the key players. So if we can limit their impact, I like our chances. Um, back, you touched on it a while ago, how Donald just took over the second meeting between the two teams, whereas he was fairly quiet in the first game. So I think just a group effort, defensive or offensive line, sorry, to limit his impact, and then do whatever we can on the other side to limit Cup's impact. I think they're, they're my two keys. And uh, Jackie? Yeah, I'm going to build off of that and just um, our defense really has to step up because, I mean, st- I don't trust Matthew Stafford as a playoff quarterback, but, you know, we can't make him look like a superstar. We We got to hit him. We got to. We got to play cup. We have to sh- shut them down. And as far as offense goes, we have to get our shit together because it, I didn't think Hopkins being out would make that much of an impact, but our receivers have not stepped up. AJ Green has not been consistent. And you really don't know how impactful Rondell Moore was until he's been gone. Um, and he did account for a lot of first, like key first downs this season. And his absence has been hurting us. Um, James Conner, we're going to need some uh, somebody in the red zone because Kyler has not been very good in the red zone this season. Well, this half of the season, I should say. I uh, 
I, I, I'm going to say a kind of out there one. I think the big player who, uh, who could be an X factor for us this off season is, uh, sorry, this, uh, this postseason postseason is, yeah, I keep tripping up on that one. Uh, <laughs> is a uh, Christian is Christian Kirk. I think that yeah. he, I think that a lot of these teams are going to keep their eyes on, uh, on green for the most part and green, you know, I, I like him. He's, it's it's hard to really hate the guy, but it's just he has very little situational from time. It's just it's frustrating because it's like I've seen what this guy can do this year when he is playing at his peak, but there are just so many questionable mistakes that he's had this year that's cost us. And it's just I I can't say that he is going to be our biggest our biggest X factor in the playoffs. I think that Christian Kirk. You know, he he's the one who got that text from Larry. Like, this is the kind of game where you show out. I, I'm hoping he steps up this game. I'm hoping we see a Christian Kirk masterclass and that we can like, because I mean, this this could we very well it. decide. This could very well decide whether he sticks this off season. Hey, Jason, is is there a player on the Cardinals that has impressed you more than uh, maybe you expected heading into this season? Is there someone that's kind of you know, jumped on your map that you become a lot bigger of a fan of that you might not have been uh, in previous years? Yeah, I would say it's it's kind of early on, it looked like half the team could be on that list, but it's a lot of players mm-hmm. have kind of tailed off now. Um, but definitely James Connor uh, is, is the obvious one. I thought that was a, a nice depth signing in the offseason. I just thought he, he can help... Uh, Chase Edmonds with the workload, but he has just taken over, and he's become arguably, I think, beyond Hopkins and Murray. Obviously, I think he's our most important player on the offense. Um, so definitely, he's exceeded all expectations for me, and I'm praying that he's good to go on Monday night. Yeah, I think he's had four four touchdowns in two games against the Rams, so he knows how to find that end zone. Hopefully, him and Chase can be both be healthy. That's a when those two are healthy. I know. I think it was only the Lions game in the second half, or um, in the last like six, seven weeks, where they've both been healthy. Um, and even then, uh, they didn't get a lot of touches because you know we were down or whatnot. So yeah, that's definitely going to be. He could definitely be an X factor. Both those guys back there for sure. And uh, James Conner is kind of in question for this game. He did injure his ribs in the final minutes of the. Uh of the game on Sunday. I I'm hoping he can come back. Cause I think that having him back would be a very big thing for this offense. I mean, the fact that, you know, Chase Edmonds is on a limited practice and Connor's just flat out on DNP for the last two uh, practices. It's, it's not great. It's, it's, uh, it's kind of worrying. The, uh, yeah, the only running back we have on the roster that isn't on the injury report in some way is, uh, you know, Benjamin, right? It seemed yeah. in the last game uh, where James Conner was being run into the ground, basically. Um, so it seemed like I was just praying all game that he wouldn't get injured, and then, of course, it happened. That did not look like a, a like a friendly hit, either. I would not want to take a helmet to the friggin' ribs. No, fuck the Seahawks. I, uh... But Jason's right. You know, they did run him to the ground, which I was kind of frustrating to me because it's like, yeah, we could win yeah. the division but let's not also kill ourselves doing it. And look what happens. We didn't win the division. We didn't win the game. And he might not play. The sense of urgency. Uh, wait, no, I think I already went on tangent shit. Oh, uh, uh, wow. Uh, 
Yeah, I mean, so Connor's missing, Ward's missing, uh, uh, Edmonds is entirely questionable. So I, I think that this is, if Kyler wins this game, he's the man of the hour. I think that this is <laughs> Kyler's Kyler's game to uh, to win. Well, who, who knows? I mean, Cliff has always played coy with injuries, so I'm not just looking at the injury report and, you know, taking that. You know, hundred percent right there. Let's let's wait it out. I, I do think Connor and Chase will both play. That's kind of my feeling. I mean, you have seven months to rest up after this game if you don't win. So you know, throw him out there. Hopefully, you know, you, you throw on some protection for Connor and he can he can get out there with with those ribs. Let's give Connor some Kevlar. Ah <laughs> oh, man, but yeah, I mean, I'm I am a little worried that he'll like aggravate the injury. I guess is the word. I do like yeah, uh, what do you do? Uh, every time he's on the field, he seems to be running the ball well. I, I can only imagine he's not getting more snaps because of his pass blocking or something like that. But he looked very solid the last day. Who's that? Eno? Eno, yeah. 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 I mean, he's. Uh, are you, so are you an ASU fan? I know you said you went to an ASU game. Have you been paying attention to them? Did you watch Eno at ASU or not really? Not really, to be honest. Uh, me and my brother, kind of, he, him more than me, follow Notre Dame. So, oh, the stigma. Him. I was gonna ask the stigma. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a do you have a, a college team or not really? Yeah, not 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 particularly. I'd I'd say Notre Dame if anyone, but I wouldn't say I'm anywhere near as passionate as as I am with Cardinals. Are you a big like? EPL English Premier League uh, fan, or what other what other sports do you kind of like? Yeah, I, I just watch soccer as a as a neutral. I wouldn't be a diehard by any means. Uh, what else? I, have you heard of GAA Gaelic football and hurling? No, so what I, is that? Yes, yeah, it's it's, it's the national sport in Ireland. Um, oh, neat. neat. So that that would be another interest of mine. Um, yeah, but it's definitely American football has just taken over. I'm just living for every Sunday these days. Do you do you have like a background in um, like video editing or you know what what's kind of like your background? Um, um, yeah, not 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 particularly. Um, I I work in marketing, all right. Um, <laughs> so. Yeah, some natural kind of skills would transfer there, but as I, I just use uh, iMovie on the Apple for doing all my stuff, really. Um, oh, wow. Self, self-taught. Oh, nice. That, that's cool. I, uh... Still pretty amateurish, but... <laughs> yeah, it's still pretty cool, though. I, uh, I'm admittedly kind of running out of things to talk. I, uh, I do wish that... Uh... I, I do hope that we win this upcoming game. I really hate that they scheduled it tonight because it feels like these primetime games are eating us alive this year. Yeah, I, I don't like that this is a Monday night game. Like, that's... It's, it's, wanna... le- it's less practice time for us. It's not, it's not effective in any real traditional sense other than just getting those Monday night ratings. Um, I, uh, I don't like it. It's pretty stupid. <laughs> Well, granted, I'm on maternity leave, so I'm not at work, but I would be pissed if I have to work and then go home, watch this Monday night game, probably get blackout drunk, and then go to work Tuesday hungover. 
Yeah, I'm contemplating whether to, to call out Tuesday. We run our own business, so I'm hoping I can knock everything out on Monday. But what were you going to say, Jason? Sorry. I'm just saying nobody here is allowed to complain when I'll be up till 5 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Very fair. Very fair. What, what time do you work on Tuesday? Am I working Tuesday? Yeah, I am. I'll, I'll be... Be present anyway, but our work much work will be getting done is questionable. <laughs> well, hopefully, it comes after a win because, yeah, yeah, I'll get over then, right? Yeah, big team. So, we've, we've talked about who uh, your favorite current Cardinal is. Who's your favorite all time Cardinal, Jason? Oh, it's Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, it's the Amen. obvious answer, but I, I, I just love the guy, he's I idolize him. Pretty much. What a man. Is there, uh, is there something you would like to change about the NFL? Is there something like as an outsider from, you know, a different country or whatnot country. that when you, when you learn the game that you thought, that's kind of weird. Why do they do that? Is there something that you would change or something that sticks out or anything like that that you find unique? Um, like, it's NFL is getting massive over here and in UK in general. It's getting bigger every year. But the biggest hurdle for most people is definitely the advertising. It's just, it's it's tough for people to get into the sport initially when they aren't used to kind of ad breaks every, oh, every opportunity. And that turns a lot of people off. Early on, that was probably the reason I didn't fall in love with it as quick as I did, as as much as yeah. I do now. Um, so yeah, if most people, as soon as you bring up American football over here, they'll say, oh, I can't stick the ads. I can't stand it. Oh, yeah, oh, wow. you're, you're so used to soccer and everything, too, you know, just go yeah. 45 yeah. minutes. Just American television in general has yeah. more amazing slots, so it's just, it, it takes a bit of adjusting to. Do you guys have any, like, NFL pubs over there? Are there, like, pubs where they, they play games or no? Uh, there would be, yeah, there would. Um, okay. There's a kind of a Amer- few American-style bears in Cork now, and they'd be. They try oh, Sunday night games or whatever. They'd have all them up on red zone or stuff like that. Sure, I guess with those hours, yeah, that'd be kind of hard as well. Nice. I know some Cardinals diehards have a uh, have a take on this. Do you think they should bring back the old jerseys, or do you think they should go in a new direction for their jerseys? I think a blend would be nice. Uh, I love the state flag look, it's particularly on the old white one. I, that's I need, I need to get that jersey myself. It's it's cool. It's, um, it's a it's a pretty sick look. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's been a few photoshops going around with Tyler in that uniform or whatever, and uh, I I'd be on board for that. But honest, honestly, oh, yeah. I uh, honestly, it's it would be really nice to see him in that that jersey. And honestly, I'd get that jersey day one if they if they brought it back. I uh, initially I, initially this season I was like, okay, I'm not gonna buy a jersey until they change it but then i caved when we we got really good and i got me a kyler jersey it was yeah. what color did you get i got me a red i i usually can't stand those uh those just plain white jerseys because i think they're just kind of plain and you know if you when you spill anything you want to know at the game it's just over so i uh <laughs> that's so true I got, so i got me a, a red kyler jersey you have any, uh... a red one you have any Cardinals memorabilia, Jason? Do you have anything signed or anything like that yet? No, nothing like that. Um, I have my Cardinals Seahawks ticket hanging in front of me right now. Um, nice. I have a few jerseys. 
Don't know, no signatures, nothing. We'll not have to. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to find something. To send over your way here in the next uh, before next season starts. We'll, I we'll got a David Johnson signed football. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll no, give you my. We'll I'll give one. you my. I'll give you my Tyron Matthews jersey. How about that? <laughs> yeah, some kid in Mexico is wearing my Tyron Matthews jersey. But I wonder what. So I, I don't know if anybody you know, but I did win the little giveaway prize pack thanks to my daughter for being cute. Oh yeah, the Cardinals Red Sea, right? <clears throat> yep. So we'll see oh, what man. kind of cool swag I get. Man, that's really cool. By the way, Michael Bidwell, if you're listening, <laughs> send our boy Jason a care package. <laughs> yeah, send Jason a care package. I'll, uh, I'll leave my address in the comments, Michael. <laughs> You'll probably also get some unwarranted uh, pictures from our our listeners <laughs> in the live in the live chat. Oh no! Pictures of feet. So I know you said your brother's a Packers fan, right? So when we played the Packers in the playoffs, um, were you guys? Was that a house get, invited? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. He was the first game, one of the first games I remember watching with him was the 2009 wildcard game. Oh, um, hell yeah. And he was he was a lot more of a Packers fan than I was a Cardinals fan at that stage. So he was, it was close to him to coming to blows when I was trying to glow <laughs> from his face. He was like, I can yeah, imagine, he was, dude. He was, how hyped how, how were you on the Dansby play? Oh, man. Oh, big time, yeah. Jumping around the place, trying not to wake the family. <laughs> hey, so what do you think? Do you think we could, we could if we make it, you know, that um, if we have to play Green Bay in Green Bay, are you, you think we, we got that game or what? Are you, are you one of those that is like, I want to avoid, you know, playing in Green Bay at all costs? Oh, yeah, I, that's, I take any other matchup with that. Um, yeah. Even though we do have their number in the playoffs, but. This is a this team is a lot different to, and, to the ones that beat them in their past. And, and Green Bay in Green Bay, I mean, there have been, I mean, there have been far better teams than us that have just faltered there. I, uh, Josh Rosen didn't. Well, fair. I mean, not but, a playoff situation, but, but still. I mean, just just Green Bay in January is just not a place to be. It, it's like a, it, it's it's like when armies try to invade Russia in the winter. <laughs> Just hey, never goes well. Hey Jason, I got my, my guy Nato uh, in the comments asked, "Do you know who runs the No Context Suns account on Twitter?" Uh, I don't know. I don't. Uh, That's not an affiliate of you. <laughs> yeah, they're everywhere. The kind of the No Context accounts are everywhere over here uh, for like the Premier League, to soccer in particular. Every team would have That's kind of where you got the the motivation from. Yeah, it's actually. It was my friend. He's a Miami Dolphins fan. Poor guy. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> poor guy. Uh, he, yeah, he came up with the idea of setting up one for them, and then I was, I just kind of got on board and said, "Oh, I'll do my team." How's he doing about the uh, the Flores thing? Is he doing all right? Yeah, he's uh, still still recovering, I think. But um, yeah, he's he lives in hope anyway. Hope How's his account? Have, have you already passed him in in uh, followers? No, I'd say he's. What am I? I'm like, I'm still four thousand six hundred or something. He's he's over five thousand now, so it's oh, it's close. Wow. But you're gaining. You're gaining. 
you're gonna get them. You're gonna you're gonna pass them up. Here shortly. Yeah, sure. yeah. It's a lot easier to get followers when the, the team plays well. I found that anyway. True. So uh, or when you talk a lot of shit. <laughs> let's uh let's let's talk briefly about like the coaching carousel before picks. Uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say like a name of the guy who got. What you think? So uh, Brian Flores, what are your thoughts of? That was stupid. That was really stupid. Like he's your most winningest coach in how many years, and you're just gonna let the guy go, and then come to find out that he was having disagreements with Tua when it's like you guys aren't even sold on Tua. So, yeah, why, so who gives a shit if he doesn't get along with the goddamn quarterback you don't even want? Supposedly he just really wanted her, like really bad. In hindsight, twenty twenty, you know, just dead on. But I, uh, just a really tricky situation over there. I. uh I I really feel bad for Flores, and I do hope that he can get another gig elsewhere. He will. I'm not worried about it, but oh, yeah. they fumbled the bag when it, in regards to that. So whatever shit show that they have going into next season, they deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. When you uh, when you fire a coach and he's instantly the top name on the market, then I think you've made a mistake. Yeah, it was right. pretty. It was pretty stupid. And if if he can't get a head coaching gig, I'd love to see him here. Over. Yeah, I, I wish whoever their future head coach uh, a lot of luck dealing with that management. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I uh, yeah, it's it's stupid. Uh, Matt Nagy, kind of overdue, right? Oh yeah, I'm hoping yeah, he's going to be the the first Bears coach ever fired mid season. I think that's the stat I heard. But um, I, I was hoping we were going to we were going to knock him out. Yeah, he he held on, but he, not for long. Yeah, I think that's a, an obvious one, and they need to go out and try to probably get somebody who can work with Justin Fields and groom him because without him, you're not going to going to be very successful in the NFL without a, without a you know pretty decent quarterback. Yeah, I mean he was touted as just this offensive genius coming out of the Andy tree just never potential in Chicago outside of that first year. I uh I think he just never got over the double doink, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he what he lost in, in the tried out a bunch of kickers. Nine yeah, of them. Yeah. Yeah, he emphasized the next season all these kickers when it's like your quarterback sucks. Like put all your energy into that first. Yeah, you can't ever just show it getting to your head like that. You can't allow yeah. that to be so visible. I, uh, uh, what, uh, what do you think, Jason? Uh, yeah, I agree with what you're saying. Um, it was just the team was stuck in mud the last few years. They, they showed promise early on, but he, he, it was just time to go, really. A uh, fresh start for Justin Fields is the way to go. Uh, Mike Zimmer, what did you guys think of that? I think it's fair. He's getting kind of old. He's one of those defense. He's one of those like coaches who's defensively minded, hates the quarterback. I mean, and, and honestly, Kirk Cousins didn't have a horrible. I mean, he had a pretty decent year. And if he can only go, you know, what they went, what was it, eight and eight or whatever, then he kind of he kind of feels like he ran his course for sure. Uh, yeah, Vikings were a good team that couldn't finish, and the game's evolving. So I feel like we're gonna start to see in these next couple years, like older coaches kind of phasing out a little bit. I think the only one that really survives is well, I would say Belichick will survive 
Andrew Reid will survive, but it the game is changing, and I think it's time that these younger coaches, you know, you'll see a lot more of those hires. Like they kind of made fun of McVay because the year after that, everyone hired their his friends. But I think this is kind of the future of the league right now. This yeah. is a very it's a very evolving league at the moment, and I, th- I think that we will see a younger generation of coaches very, very quickly. Uh, Jason, what do you think? Yeah, it's a, it's a good point by Jackie. It's amusing, like, when when all these young coaches were getting hired from McVeigh's in connections to McVeigh, and there's a lot of backlash in the media. But, like, look at the likes of Kingsbury, yeah. Zach Taylor, uh, Matt LaFleur. They, they've, they've almost all been been working for the most part so uh, it's funny looking back on it now yeah yeah i think zimmer will be okay have you guys seen his girlfriend wait that old ass man has a hot girlfriend yeah i saw a post that said google mike zimmer's girlfriend googled it like on the bottom it said i think he'll be okay and like looking at yep he's fine he's he's doing just good hold my beer Maybe Mike, Zimmer, maybe Mike Zimmer's girlfriend and Gambo's girlfriend can get in the cat fight. <laughs> but, and I'll uh, run both of those bitches off Twitter. <laughs> but uh, finally, the, the big one, uh, you know, friend of the podcast, uh, the greatest coach in New York Giants history, Joe Judge, unceremoniously fired on Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> guys, uh, what do you what do you? Holy shit. Sorry, I'm looking at Mike Zimmer's girlfriend. <laughs> She's dreamy. What do you think about that Joe Judge, Jason? I think a quarterback sneak on third and nine. <laughs> oh, yeah, like, he, he should have got fired on the spot. He should have been walking off the field like Antonio Brown with no top on because... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he can't slam after that decision. That decision yeah. alone deserves to be fired. I swear, anybody who wins the press conference always sucks. And he won the press conference. He sounded all good, high and mighty, but yeah, he he did not hold his ground in New York. Joe Judge should have never been there. I mean, he was the wide receivers coach before of the Patriots before being signed as the head coach. I get it if it's like the offensive or defensive coordinator. Shit, if he's like the special team. Well, no, he was the special teams coordinator. Uh, no, no, he shouldn't have been there at all. Joe Judge sucks. And that point about uh, him winning the, the podium, Mac, uh, is looking back as well, the, the flack Nick Sirianni was getting at the start of the year, and he's got a good thing going now with, with Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's not all the media narrative that, I, that determines wins. Yeah, I was, I was a part of that Nick Sirianni um, scrutiny. I, I said he sounds stupid. And now I sound stupid for saying he sounded stupid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, sometimes the bold the bold guys are overcompensating, and the nervous guys got it all figured out. I mean, you never really know. And then uh, we had a question on YouTube: if there's any updates with Rondell Moore, and it just got released, I think, just a couple minutes ago. Cliff Kingsbury said that James Conner, Rondell Moore, Justin Pugh are all game time decisions for Monday. So. Yeah. I don't like that. So, hey, I think it's a good thing. I mean, it's obviously a good thing that, you know, we're not playing today or tomorrow. Give, try to yeah. give them the, that extra, you know, 48 hours or so. So hopefully they can all, you know, 
do what they have to do and be out there Monday night because we're going to need all, all hands on deck. And then the last coaching one that I know you, you didn't mention, uh, which I think is the most egregious one, is uh, David Culley being released. Well, he was R.I.P. David Culley. Yes. I, oh, I, I, feel, I feel for the guy. I really feel for the you guy. Won four, yeah, you won four games with, who is it, Davis Mills as your quarterback? You know, and that second best rookie it, quarterback. The teams were competitive for most of the season. I'm not sure what they expected. We also um, forgot uh, Vrabel, but that's basically a non-starter. I mean, wait, I don't think anybody really cares. Wait, what Vrabel? Got, what? what? Vrabel got fired on Sunday. No. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. It was Mike Vrabel. Play, Sorry, play no, Vri- not, I say Vrabel. Fangio. Vic Fangio. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Bills right before a playoff game. I was, I was, I was thinking. Some guy asked if there was a coach in the Belichick tree that worked out, and I was thinking of Rabel. Then I was like, oh yeah, Fangio. Those two got big signals together. <laughs> yeah, big Palacio, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just poured myself a glass of wine. My kids asleep. I'm having fun. I. Uh... What time's it there? One o'clock, Jackie. I'm jealous. Yeah, it's one o'clock. So my family went to a wine tasting and I got stuck. Well, I didn't really want to go because I use the podcast as an excuse, but really I don't want to take my kid out to a wine tasting. <laughs> right. So I'm going to have my own wine tasting here. She's asleep. It's warm. It's like 29 degrees outside today. Yeah, we're uh, expecting a sn- we're expecting snow in this neck of the woods, six to 12 inches, supposedly. How's your yeah, weather we're getting out- snow tomorrow. How's your weather in Ireland? Uh, the usual uh, damp, gray. Damp? <laughs> uh, yeah, nothing to write home about. Does it get cold there? Like, really cold? No, nothing crazy. Um, I'd say three, two or three oh, degrees you guys do, Celsius. Oh, it was Celsius here, I'm not sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But no, it would, go, it would go way colder over there. Maybe not in Arizona, but... Um, yeah. Now, I've always wanted to visit, so that's why I'm asking. Yeah, it is. In summertime, we do get um, some good spells, all right, but in general, it's cloudy and rainy a lot. Good to know. Maybe I'll come out in summertime. So do you guys want to get into uh, to Pickums real quick? Sure. Do you have anything else you, you want to say before we jump into Pickums? Or you want to give a shout-out to anybody? Anybody might be listening or... Um, any inspiration for your accounts? Any, anything like that? Anything you want to say? Oh, all, all good. Uh, just, you know, happy to be on the podcast again. My first ever one. So, uh, yeah. Honor. Uh, and everyone should give you guys a follow because this is a, it's been very fun. Thank you. Hey. Well, thank hey, you. Uh, so I inexplicably won Pickums last week, which means that last week's Pickums are cursed. Yes. Uh, I went 12 and 4 somehow, which is messed up. <laughs> I'm assuming Mac has the best season record. I know that the regular season's over now. That's one it thing we'll have like... to do next year. We'll, we'll have to kind of keep track. Bo Bobbles, that's your job. We don't let you talk. We'll have to do some too for the loser. Loser buys the rest of us Cardinals jerseys. Wait, no, I can't do well, that. I, can't I, do... I, thought about... I don't have the money for that. I don't, ha- I don't have the money for that. So if I, if I lose, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have the money for that either. But I thought next year, loser has to sing the Sunday night football jingle 
on Twitter. Waiting all day you post it to Twitter. For Sunday night. Yeah. Ooh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. We'll all right. Let's jump into let's jump into pickles. Let's do this. All, all right. right so it. opening up your your playoff slate of football today at four thirty Eastern time. You got. A very interesting game. You got Raiders, Bengals. You got. Let's go, Bengals. Cincy. You know, I, the Raiders. I, you you don't expect them to be here after the season that they've had, and they've overcome so much adversity. I know Derek Carr. I believe this is Derek Carr's first playoff game. I think they went to the playoffs, but he was hurt prior. Yeah. They made it in 2015 when they were hot. He got hurt, and Connor Cook played a very ugly game mm. of football. I am going upset. I am going Vegas Raiders. Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Uh, Little Jason. tangent, but I never understood why they, they fired Jack Del Rio after that season. I think it was a couple seasons after, wasn't it? Oh, I know. You know what? I think they fired him the season after they didn't make the playoffs, but still, it was it was kind of sus that they fired him and then fired what's that. But anyways, continue. Yeah, they've never really been a model for success. But uh, <laughs> uh, Jason, who you got? Um, I'll go with Cincinnati. Um, I think this could actually be one of the most entertaining games this weekend. Yeah. Might be a bit of a, a bit of a shoot. Yeah, I think Burrow and Chase are just looking so good at the moment, so I think they'll get it to them. It's the it's the Bo Jackson revenge game, Raiders Bengals. I'm gonna say, you know what? The Raiders have had such a miracle run this like it feels like whenever we dis we just count them out, they just continue to Brian. surprise us. So you know what? I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Raiders come into Cincinnati come out with. Ah oh, shit! I'm I, I'm changing now. You just jinxed it. Fuck. <laughs> so we're good. Well, okay. for me, the Bengals are like the the Cardinals of the AFC. So I yeah, I mean, I, it's hard to root against Joe Burrow in a big time game. You know, it seems like he comes up clutch in some of the biggest moments. Um, it is really, just, really, it is really something how our like position, how like the leagues and fans is just. Uh, position towards him has just entirely changed over the last year. He went from being like, okay, this guy might not be number one material to, oh, this is the best quarterback in the AFC. Crazy when you get a crazy when you actually get a competent offensive lineman from you. And Jamar Chase. Let's not forget our. our, our Oh, yeah. And his boy, Jamar Chase. Yeah. Man. Yeah, I think the Raiders win. Uh, tonight at eight fifteen Eastern, six fifteen Arizona time. You got Pats Bills. Who you got? I got the I got the Pats. Well, it's supposed to be like five degree weather. Oh yeah, I mean it's it's Buffalo weather, so I mean it's it's going to be pretty brutal. Uh, it is going to be tonight. It'll be four. De- wait, no, eight degrees outside at kickoff. Fuck that. I don't know what that is Celsius voice, but it sounds cold. Uh, Celsius right. Celsius it would be negative thirteen. Oh well. Also fuck that. <laughs> Jackie, did you fuck say that, that you're Celsius. picking Buffalo? No, 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 I'm picking the pads. Did you guys see that uh Bart Scott had told Josh Allen to take some Viagra for the 
to help his blood flow. I've actually heard that is a decent no. trick to use. Oh, like I hear there okay. is like science to that. I say that Kyler Murray should take it, and we can all watch him scrabble on three legs on Monday. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have experience, Bo Bobbles. Shush. <laughs> all right. Well, I am gonna. I am gonna go with Mr. Viagra. I'm gonna go with the Buffalo Bills. I think it's gonna be. It's gonna Let be a tough. Swing. It's gonna be a tough bout. Um, but and I you can't count out Bill Belichick. But I think this is kind of Jack um, Allen's time over Mac Jones. So let, let's go Buffalo right there. Yeah, it's a tough one to call. Um, I'd say I'm going to go Buffalo as well. I think uh, Patriots beat them in similar conditions uh, before. I think Buffalo, it won't happen twice. I think they'll adjust and they won't allow Patriots to only pass three times or whatever it was. Yeah. Also, be far less windy, so that'll definitely help. Uh, I think the Buffalo wins. I think that uh, Mac Jones has looked a little streaky the last few weeks. That Pat's team's kind of faltered a little bit down the stretch. I think that uh, I think Josh Allen's going to have himself a good night. So we all go Buffalo over the Patriots, except for Jackie. All right. I'm the lone wolf here. Miss Contrarian. Okay. (laughs) We got okay. So opening up our Wild card games tomorrow. We got Eagles, Bucks. Who you got? I just don't know how you could go against Tampa and Tom Brady right now. Yeah, it's going to be Tampa. As much as I'd like it to be the Eagles, I don't think it will be. I I think it will be interesting because the Eagles rushing attack is just so fun to watch. But, I mean, I don't think this team's good enough to beat Tampa Bay. Definitely, I uh, think uh, I'm going Buccaneers as well. Across the board. I would love to see Philly win, though. Oh, that would shake things up. That yeah, would be they got, cool. They got a solid defense, and, I mean, Jalen Hurts, he's, he's a better quarterback than what I gave him credit for coming out, I thought. So, I mean, you lead your team to the playoffs in the second year, and they, they're, their running game has looked a lot better, too. So, hopefully they can make a game out of it. Yeah. All right, so 4.30 tomorrow. I think this is the Nickelodeon Bowl, guys. Uh, Niners-Cowboys, we got. Ugh. Can both teams just lose? Can it just end in a 0-0 tie? I think I heard this is the How first time. How does that work in the playoffs? You just play. You just keep going. Oh, that's cool. I think that um, you would go, uh, what, 15-minute quarter or whatever, and then you just do another 15-minute quarter if it keeps going. Um, I think this is the first time I've, uh, this, uh, what I heard is that this is the first time that they've played in the playoffs in like 25 years, which is crazy. Cause growing up, I feel like I always saw them in the playoffs. Who's that? Huh? Dallas and San Fran. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean that, that was a, uh, shit. That is, like, it used to be a heated rivalry, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like a nineties playoff game. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get when you're an 80s baby, though. But I am going to go, fuck. I can't root for San Fran, even though Devo Samuel, it's hard not to like that fucking guy. He's a football player. I'm, I'm going to go Dallas. Shoot me. Um, I would say... I'm going to say... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Jason. Sorry. Uh, thanks. Um, I'll, go with... I'll go with 49ers. Um, I just think... 
just from just basing it off what we saw from Cowboys against Cardinals, I think Dak just looks a bit off. Mm-hmm. And I know they've had a few big wins, but I think in general he's just been he hasn't been the same as the first half of the season. So I think the Niners uh, D line might get to him and he'll miss a few throws. And I'll go with Forty Niners. I'm gonna say Forty Niners as well. Um, our yeah. our Discord chat's going crazy about this. Uh, we actually have our editor and a <laughs> arguing in the uh, in the thing. But uh, yeah, well, honestly, it's hmm. Oh, what's up, Sander? I think that the Niners have. I think the Niners' defensive line is good enough to give this Cowboys team fits. I'm gonna say the Niners. Damn, I'm I the only one to pick Dallas. Okay, okay. You California commies. Uh, the the weather here is I just fucking hate the Cowboys. <laughs> I, I hate the Niners, but I fucking hate yeah. the Cowboys even more. I hate them both. I hate them both. But uh, uh Jason, do you, do you not like the Cowboys, Jason? Well, what is because uh, I know when you're probably growing up, you pro- you probably never saw them, you know, in their heyday or whatever. So, what's kind of your take on the Cowboys? Yeah, I don't have a particular dislike for them. I know most people over in America yeah. do hate them. Um, probably just because they seem a bit obnoxious, to be fair, America's team and all that. See, I by the time I was really getting into football, they were never really that kind of powerhouse, so I never really hated them as much as other people. Now, nah, when you grow up in the 90s and the Cowboys are the team, it, it yeah. they're fucking annoying. And then when they would take over Sun Devil Stadium yeah. and the fact that there's all kinds of Cowboys fans still in Arizona that have never even been to fucking Texas. It's just really frustrating. So, like, my hatred of the Cowboys will always overshadow my hatred of the 49ers. So, so which one of us is going to watch the game on Nickelodeon and uh, just get the full experience? We know it's going to be me, you. since I have a kid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, back in the day, growing up here, Dallas was, we were in the same division as Dallas. Uh, yeah. We used to be in the NFC East, crazy enough. So we play the Eagles, you know, Giants, Cowboys, fucking nuts. Um, and but I, yeah, I remember going to games as a kid, and you have these fucking dudes and wife beaters and cowboy hats, you know, in the stadium, like just talking mad shit, even to like uh, kids and whatnot. So I, I just remember those. It was not fun to go to Sun Devil Stadium when the Cowboys are in town, or even San Fran for that matter. They were they were both. Uh, Obnoxious. Yeah, given good reasons why I hate both of those teams right now. So who's gonna be the who's gonna be the Nick valuable player? Who's gonna get slimed? Probably um I don't know, somebody stupid. Last year Michael it was Parsons. Ezekiel Elliott. Michael last year last year it was Mitchell Trubisky because there was like a fan uh vote and they are all trying to get Mitchell Trubisky slimed. <laughs> all these kids that don't know shit about fuck. You know what Nickelodeon is out there? You guys have that in Ireland? Yeah, um, I, I, I imagine it's still there. I used to watch it as a kid. I'd say the shows oh, nice. are probably a bit different, right? But yeah. there's there's a version of it over here anyway. Nice, cool, awesome. All right, so Sunday night we got Chiefs versus Steelers. Who y'all got? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how you can. Pick the Steelers. Um, we'll keep that one short. I'm going to go Chiefs. Chiefs. 
Yeah, Chiefs definitely. Across and the board. Yep. I I really can't wait for uh, for Big Ben to get his butt kicked in tomorrow night. <laughs> I. Uh, but yeah, all of this leads us to Monday night, Martin Luther King Day, at eight fifteen p.m. Eastern, six fifteen p.m. Arizona time. Your Arizona Cardinals versus the coffee drinking, the the soy, the soy boy loving, soy boy loving, <laughs> kale eating, L.A. Rams. Who y'all got? The Cardinals. So what we do, we'll uh, we'll pick the total score too, and that'll be the tiebreaker. Um, but yeah, I think I think. The Cardinals are going to come out look like the best road team in the NFL. That's what I'm hopeful for. You know, eight and one, we kind of have a little bit of a, a history going in and um, winning in LA, Arizona. You know, we got the Suns who went in, knocked out the Clippers and Lakers in LA last year. So let's keep that going. And then in the last three wild card games before division uh, between division teams, the road team has won all three of them. And then going back to the 2014 season, the road team has won five of the last six of those. So uh, I know we got two of those this weekend, Patriots and Buffalo and Cardinals and L.A. So hopefully that can uh, that can stay true for us. So let's go Cardinals. I'm going to go. I think it's going to be a little bit of shoot. I'm going to go 34-31. Big Dick, Matt Prater winning it at the end. Jackie? So obviously, I'm gonna pick the cards. Um, as far as a final score, I'm gonna say, shit. I'm gonna say 27-24. Um, you know, as as much adversity as we faced, and everybody's down on us right now. You know, I gotta be a homer and I gotta say my words because what's the point of being a fan if you're just gonna be negative about the team? But I mean, any given Sunday, it's the playoffs. Crazy shit happens. I think if our team comes out with some heart, you know, anything is possible. As cliche as it sounds. I'm here for it. Uh, yeah. Jason. Yeah. Um, I'm not always the most optimistic, but I'm on a podcast, so why not? Um, Carrie, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, be honest. We won't, we won't roast you. I don't think Jackie or I have ever picked against the Cardinals, to be honest. So Jackie has. Win. I thought she did at one point. I can't remember what. She said, "Bring the receipts or shut your mouth." Will that's what she just said. Yeah, put your nuts on the table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I I may have had a little too much Chardonnay. <laughs> it's okay. It's my first time at this whole season. I, I have been sober. I've been pregnant. Now that I've had this kid, let me have fun. All right, Sanders. Oh, what, what did Jason say? What was the score? Yeah, what did Jason say? Uh, Jason, yeah. you said Cardinals, right? Um, yeah, I'll go with Cardinals. I, I think I think it's all about the start. Um, the first game they met, we got the the cushioned lead, and Rams were just playing from behind them and two away from the run. We had a chance to do that in the second game again, but Kyler threw an interception um, on their goal line. So I think I think this, if we need to jump out to a fast start, and if we do, um, I, I'll go with 
Cardinals 31-24. Sanders. Wait, is that a second guest on the show? Hello, everyone. By the way, I'm not going to be here long. I I literally just want to say, because I've never picked the Cardinals on this show before, which is not on purpose. It just was the matchups before. Um, I'm sorry. Stat Padford's never won a playoff game. They're going to get their teeth ticked in. They're going to get their teeth kicked in. Cardinals are winning this game 34-20, to 20, baby. It ain't going to be close. It's going to be an upset night in L.A. tomorrow on uh, Monday night. Let's go, Cardinals. Let's go. Let's do it. Oh, shit. You woke up my kid, Sanders. <laughs> I apologize to the baby. Well, well everybody, well. everybody's picked, so I think we can just wrap this up. I think everybody's picked. Everybody, yep. All right, so this is... <laughs> God damn it, Will. I don't feel good about this. This, I mean, the this is last... This a good sign, people. This is a good sign. We don't want Will to be optimistic. If, so if he picks the Rams, sign. he's not allowed to host this show ever again. You guys need to kick him out. We've been trying, man. We've been trying. Hold us to it. Johnny Venerable, <laughs> delete your account. Um, I, uh... <sighs> I just I, I don't feel good about this. I feel like they have us beat on a lot of levels, and it feels like I don't know. It feels like the only way we win is if Stafford makes some big mistakes. And granted, he has been doing that a lot. Like can't rely on that to get a win. Anytime you have to introduce like that many variables in the mix, it's not a sign of confidence. I I feel like the Cardinals are going to come in. I think they're going to lose. Granted, I don't think either of these teams are going to get far just based off of circumstances. Whoever wins, I feel like they're going to lose pretty quickly. Just the fact that it is a Monday night game and there is such little time after. Yawn, yawn, yawn. Pick a fucking score. <laughs> 24-20. Rams. Oh. Jason. Oh. Booby, motherfucker. Oh. <laughs> You're your negativity, I feed off it. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I want to feel good about this, but it's just I, I can't, I can't in good conscience say we're gonna win. But uh, well, yeah. that's why uh, there's five of us on this show right now, and it's four against one. We all got the Cardinals, other than a Will. So I mean, I take that as a good sign. Anytime Will picks against us, we end up winning for the most part. So. But uh, hopefully the boys come out Monday night and give us a, a nice little show so we can all go to work Tuesday, you know, hungover, tired, but with with a victory under our belts. Yeah. Uh, let's pray. I'm I'm praying for it. It would be nice to come in on a on a Wednesday night and record this again and just be overjoyed. But uh, so I can talk all the shit to you. And I hope you do. <laughs> I hope you do. <laughs> Fingers crossed. But uh, before we close out, do you guys have anything else to add? Or I just want to say thank you, Jason. No context cards. If you don't follow him, which I don't know why you wouldn't follow him. Get your shit I... together. Do it. I guess maybe my mom's listening. Maybe. So, mom, create a Twitter account and make sure you follow no context cards. Sorry, Mrs. Mac, for all the curse words and sexual in- innuendos. knows. You don't give a fuck. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It was very, very fun to be on. Um... Yeah, honored, honored to be asked again, and I I can say I enjoyed my first ever podcast. 
Yeah, no, we're, we're the ones honored, man. We appreciate it. You're, you know, you're the, you're the hottest thing going right now. So thank you for maybe the second time. biggest guest we've had. I think he's got more followers in British Bird Gang. If we're gonna, he does. Gonna... Yep. Oh, you do. Sorry, Tom. <laughs> I'm, not sure Sorry, Tom. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure he does. Let me check real quick. And come on, speed it up. Speed it up. Speed it up. Oh nope, just a little more for Bird Gang, but still pretty big. Okay, we'll have to have okay, you know, both on here. On, next time I'm on, I'll have more. That's that's the goal. So, <laughs> yes, sir. Go. Yeah, hopefully we can have you on again, man. We we truly appreciate it for sure. Yes. No problem. Thanks, guys. No problem, man. But uh, anyhow, this has been the Redbird Red Zone podcast. My name is Will. You can find me on Twitter at Swing. And I'm Jackie. You can find me on Twitter at JSANDIEGO. That is two O's. And I'm Mac. You can find me at AZ Sports Fiend. That's F I E N. My name is Jason. Uh, I'll throw my name in at the end here. Uh, follow me at, at No Context Cards. Or even well, a, li- a little Context Cards, too, right? You're on both. Yeah, well. if, you, if you want the opposite side, if you want some analysis and, and all that, yeah. then Ash. I know, I know. I can't I know remember the exact handle for that one. Over. We throw a shout out on this podcast for that one as well, and I was curious, so it's good to know that you run both of them. Yeah, it was kind of a thing of I had the no context account, and I was frustrated that I couldn't actually have a <laughs> So I was like, screw this. I need to, I need I like to make it. something where I can actually tweet. Nice. Awesome, dude. Well, we appreciate it. Seriously, like, we had a great time, and hopefully we can have you back on again in the near future, and we're going to get you out to Arizona, and we'll all go to a game. That'd be great. Cheers, guys. Go Cardinals. Cheers. Cheers. Give this man a beer. Anyway, so (laughs) this has been the Redbird Red Zone Podcast. This is a Max Hall production, and uh, peace out.